We are broadcasting live again, like Tim said, from Flippin' Bills. It's coffee time at Flippin' Bills. And that means that it's the second Thursday of the month, because that's the time that we come down to Delano here and uh, sit around the coffee table. Just talk to Butch Donahue on his way out. Uh, kind of fun to talk about the old times. You know, Butch had uh, Donahue Motorsports for years here in, in Delano and uh, you know, he was talking. We were talking about county commissioners, and I've got Joanne here from the uh, chamber because that's going to be one of the events coming up. But he he was kind of mentioning a funny story when he, <laughs> when he was going to run for county commissioner. They wanted to write that newspaper article. By the time that he wrote the newspaper article and told uh, of the you know, because he came from me dying the morning side. I mean, he came out to Wright County. So that when he was telling people, you know, we're going to get a lot of people from, you know, the cities coming out here. We got to, you know, get the, all find out how much land they're going to get. We got to get all these regulations in place before it happens. But I guess he got a lot of heat for his uh, for his news article. And then when the other guy won, uh, he you know came to Butch said sorry about that. And Butch said thank you. He said, <laughs> you know, the county commissioner is mm. a big job, and we have four running for county commissioner, Joanne. Yeah, we have four candidates running for county commissioner, and the Delano Area Chamber of Commerce has a government affairs committee, and they've decided to host a forum for these four candidates. They're going to host it at the Riverside Commons building, which if you don't know where that is in Delano, um, I believe it's the old XL Energy Center building. It's right along the river. It's at 10 West Bridge Avenue in Delano, and that's going to be on Monday night, July 20th at 7 o'clock to 8.30. Um, you know, if we stay within the governor's um, ordinances of 50% of capacity, we could put uh, about 230 people could attend that night. So, and if you don't feel comfortable attending it in person to hear from the four candidates, you can listen to it on KRWC Radio because, Joey, you're going to come and join us, right? Yes, we are going to be there. We'll also have it on our web stream and also on our streams on uh, a lot of the streaming services too so people can tune in and find out what's going on because uh yeah charlie burrell and i, I was thinking charlie's been in for two terms and I think you, so. you indicated two terms are either two to four years right that's kind of it says it did, you, know, you know dustin is here too with dg digital i believe it is a four-year term okay that's so what i was alternate out with all the other commissioners so you get like three running two running three running two running yeah. so okay. like you know the whole group doesn't get in one year so some of them are off you know two years left and then some have the four year but it is initially a four-year term and you know it, sometimes what what will happen is the county commissioner will be halfway through and they'll decide to drop out well then they get the remaining term but in charlie's place i mean charlie was uh, just, he said he would take two terms and that's all he was going to do mm -hmm. and so now it's open to a new four-year term and we've got and it's uh, been fun to work with charlie with uh when we do the state of the county address at the chamber, him and Sheriff Derringer will always, you know, take part in that and share their insight there, too. Um, but, yeah, we have four candidates. And so we have Dan Vick, Daniel Bravender, Jason Franzen, and Mike, and I don't know how to say his last Catchmark. name. Ketchmark. Mike Ketchmark. Yep. So that's our four candidates for District 5. All right. Sounds good. And uh, we'll listen to what they have to say. And again, uh, important to uh, pay attention. I mean, these county commissioners, uh, you know, plays a big part in the county as far as making decisions on how the county business works. These are the people that represent us. So we want to make sure we have 
the right representation. And again, that's yeah. the reason why we want to do the education and get the uh, uh, commissioners come in and, and you know talk the candidates to talk and uh, kind of see what their platforms are going to be. So, so that is going to be on July. Monday night, July 20th, Okay. from 7 to 8.30 at the Riverside Commons Building, which is 10 West Bridge Avenue All here right. in Delano. And they don't need to call ahead or make any reservations. We nope. just know that there's so many seats in there, and obviously if they're full, they're full. So Yeah, and with that building, um, there's large garage door-type doors where we can open up those doors, let some fresh air come through. Um, I believe SWTV is going to bring sound equipment so you'll be able to hear and um, Delano Herald Journal is going to cover the story so um, that'll be reported in the paper as well so there's going to be ways that you can find who you some information about you know guiding your own decisions of who you want to vote for that year. And the question of the day always is is this a masked event? Oh. We haven't gotten into that details <laughs> yet. It's usually about 50-50 from what I've found when it comes yep. to mass events, whether it's retail, stores, different things like that. But usually larger big box companies like Nike, yeah, they're going to require a mask. But yep. when it comes down to local community events, usually, I especially Delano, I don't see requiring masks a significant ordeal. But yeah, a lot of it's individual preference. We'll need to talk to the city about um, setting up the the area of how do we do the social distancing, the six feet apart type chairs, what they recommend for that event. All right. But full mm -hmm. capacity would be 460 people that building would have. Oh. So it, we can do 50% capacity would be about 230. Yeah. And I don't and think, I think there was that many during the sheriff's I think it was forums. right about 200. Okay. And that room was packed. So yeah. that's why we're moving And there will probably there. be less interest because this is a smaller district than the full county. So sure. I think they're... We'd probably be fine even if we've got the full crowd, quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. We're looking forward to it. Again, if they, if they can't, we'll have it on the radio as well and on the on the web stream. So um, any other events here? We're going to talk to Dustin in just a second. But any other events that we want to talk about? This has been a different year for you. No Expo and no Fourth of July. and No. Um, we are hoping to hold the Chamber Celebration Dinner. Bring that back in the fall. Um, we liked the location, we liked the band that we have, we liked the theme, so we are looking at hosting that in the fall again. I think we even have a date reserved, I can't remember what that is offhand, but right. um, still in the, we need to really rethink that of how do we hold it in this new time. Yeah. Now does Delano, because a lot of the chambers are doing their golf events. Yep. So We do not have a, a golf opener. Um, Fundraiser for that. Oh. We got to get a committee going. Uh. Golf tournament. <laughs> okay. I do the Buffalo ones. So I've got to do a Delano one. Let's okay. get it going. <laughs> and, and Bees on the River is a great place to to go down and hold that. So yeah, they um, are also a chamber member, and chamber went out there a couple weeks ago for just Delano after hours. It was nice to sit on Brian's patio and have a drink with a couple other business people and just talk business or not talk business too <laughs> either way uh that's one of the things that that the chamber offers is a delano offer after hours event to our business people that just for a chance of networking and i'm finding 
A lot of businesses are getting tired of Zoom meetings. We're slowly, we're getting out and, and back together again. Yeah. This yeah, will be our first. Because there's been a lot of, lot of uh, Zoom meetings and those kinds of things for this time period. Yeah, and our general membership meeting for the Chamber of Commerce, we are going to host our first one in person. It's the State of the City Address. Um, so Dale Gronke and Phil Kern will come and present their State of the City Address, and that's coming up next Thursday noon. We're also going to do it at Riverside Commons just to allow that space to spread out. We'll make a Zoom option as well, um, but that will be the first time that we have gathered together as a chamber businesses since March. Well, talking about this new technology, we're going to take it over here to Dustin oh, because yeah. this is... Uh, uh, last time we were together, we were doing uh, something special down by the river. We ah, did yes. that uh, kind of echoing uh, the concern that the businesses have about uh, what COVID has done. Yeah, no, COVID has definitely taken a big impact on Main Street businesses specifically. While, I mean, a lot of those big boxes, the Starbuckses, uh, the Caribous, they're going to be just fine. But how's Bridge House Coffee doing? How are we worrying about these Main Street businesses and making sure they're gonna be here tomorrow and making sure Main Street survives. So that was a Facebook Live event and just expressing concerns to the governor. And I think the Minnesota State Commerce used both uh, Buffalo as well as Delano's video in their big montage of videos. So we did good. <laughs> that was good. And uh, again, we're talking to Dustin. Uh, he is with DG Digital. Uh, and again, this, uh, time period's really been a big thing for your business because a lot of businesses are taking a look at trying to get more into the digital and the mm -hmm. social media type stuff. Yeah, certainly. And I mean, in the end, we still take a hit. Um, there's definitely clients that were ready and lined up to get going with services, but many of them were restaurants and it's hard to pay the bills, especially additional bills uh, when you're going from that. And curbside, I mean, it does something, but it's going to maybe pay the owner's um, rent or the owner's mortgage. But after that, it's really hard to pay employees. There's not definitely not enough uh, influx of um, business coming through to be able to pull that off. But I do believe that this is a time when a lot of businesses were kind of forced into doing it because obviously mm -hmm. the, the situation. And I don't think it's going to go away. Once COVID goes away, I think, you know, they're going to take advantage of what they've seen through this technology change. Yeah, no, certainly. And kind of echoing what you said there, Joe, um, people are realizing that they don't necessarily need the overhead costs that are currently occurring with maybe office spaces. Um, I've got a couple friends out in Minneapolis who develop uh, properties for businesses to rent out of. And he said he's getting out of commercial business. He's going back into residential because he thinks there's going to be a big downturn in businesses actually renting that overhead office space. Yeah. A lot of stuff you can do from home as long as you've got a good internet connection. Oh, yeah. Which is questionable sometimes when you get so many people on the bandwidth at the same time. I know, I'm like, did I pay the bill this month? And I'm like, no, I'm a month ahead. What's going on? Why is it so slow? And well, you call them and they're like, well, it's just, we have all the kids in school that are currently on their Zoom calls with their teachers. And there's just so many people filling up bandwidth because even you're just a PNC insurance agent, normally where you're just meeting people 
um, in the office, maybe you're not doing that now and you're doing Zoom calls and now just more bandwidth is being taken up on the internet. So what are we doing with bandwidth? I know the FCC has been trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's a little bit out of my wheelhouse. That's more of an IT question. But yeah, it's definitely a concern because you have to be prepared for supply and demand. And certainly there's a lot of demand, but we lack a little bit of the supply on that other front. So yeah. Well, well I know one thing that the FCC is doing. We have the C-band, which is where we get our network feeds from, you know, off the satellite mm -hmm. dish and stuff. Now, it was about a year ago I had to register my dish because what's going to happen is a lot of this uh, C-band is going to be used for data. So, so just in case my uh, networks start getting interference, I'm registered, I'm, I'm set for it, but mm -hmm. unfortunately for the folks that didn't register their dish, <laughs> if they get the interference, they say, well, sorry, we, don't, we can't help you out. So I think the C-band is going to be a big part of, of what they're going to get this data, because obviously they're going to have to farm more and more data as time goes on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and data, bandwidth, all of those things, they could become very expensive. I mean... When you're talking about data storage, I mean, you're talking terabytes on terabytes. We're not talking about megabytes anymore like we used to in the past. And, yeah, it definitely becomes a big concern storing data, uh, having all of that bandwidth or lack of bandwidth uh, when we have such a big influx in usage. Um, but, yeah, you know, just preparing for growth. And, I mean, Wright County in general is also going to have to be dealing with that more of a physical problem with, more people coming to the county and how we grow with that. But it's kind of, it's a correlating message for sure. You know, a lot of growth coming. Yeah, and again, uh, what a magnet we are in this close to the cities and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of positive things out here. Our tax rates are still a little lower than others and yeah. I'm not sure if how our, long If our lasts, current but. high tax rate's <laughs> low compared to other people, we should feel pretty good about that, I think. <laughs> well, I, th I think you'd be amazed. I mean, even here in <laughs> Delano, you, you cross over here Highway 12 when you, Get into oh, yeah. the next, and uh, you know, get into Hennepin County, and those those uh, prices are a little more expensive than. Uh, oh yeah, no, you know, I a just mile had a away. Friend that was moving here to town, he's moving to Delano. Um, you might be familiar with the name because he's a radio personality, uh, but Andrew Lee over at Twin Cities News Talk, he's actually moving to Delano. Uh, he told me, uh, and I, he, but he opened a open end question on Twitter. He's like, "So what does everyone think of think of Corcoran?" And I just went. Wright County live in Hennepin County Taxon, so he chose Delano in the <laughs> <Yeah>. end. <laughs> Delano's the place. Yeah, I know. It's, it's been amazing to see the changes of, of Delano through the years. and uh, You know, some things you miss. The old uh, Lundin's menswear and Jane Lynn's fashions of, of, of years ago, but a lot of great businesses coming in and uh, a lot of fun things to see. And you mentioned Bridge Coffee, and we shouldn't promote that because maybe a lot of people don't know what Bridge Coffee is. Have They've never been to downtown Delano. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic joint. I mean, before we obtained a, at least an office space from the Gronkies uh, down at the Jerome, uh, we're upstairs on the second floor, um, Bridge House Coffee was kind of my go-to meeting spot. So if there was like a client that was kind of coming from the Bloomington area, I would be like, well, do you want to come closer to me or I come closer to you? Well, if they're coming closer to me, we chose Bridge House because it's just nice direct shot on 12. Uh, 
really nice atmosphere. Usually stays pretty quiet because uh, a lot of people are coming in, grabbing their coffee, running out. Not a lot of people staying in, but they've also got this nice mean space now that they're not really able to utilize. But, no, it's fantastic coffee, good prices, friendly service. Yeah, Bridge House is great. It's, one of, it's a great treasure here in Delano. Yeah. And, again, you can find out more about the uh, Delano businesses on the uh, Chamber website. Oh, yeah. So let's we'll give Joanne that, and we'll promote the website there. Well, I was just going to say um, Bridge House Coffee. They are a chamber member, and they were our spotlight chamber member on Facebook. So if you'd like to know a little bit more about David and Lynn's story about starting that restaurant, um, yeah, go to our Facebook page. It's a great story about them with all their contact information right there. So we should remind folks, too, that Delano has a good uh, Facebook page, too, that they can be a part of. They do. And, you know, one, one thing that... We talked about at Bridge House that we didn't put into the article that's kind of neat. Um, if you remember downtown when it was Lundin's, was it a menswear? Yeah. Was in that building. Now yeah. it's Bridge House Coffee. Right before COVID hit, Bridge House added on because they were needing more space. So they added on. And um, in their addition, there's one really big long table, one big long bench that are big slabs of wood that came from the trees at the Lundian's house. So a little bit of history recycling itself coming back to where it belongs. Yeah. yeah lots yeah. of great businesses here in Delano that people need to take a come in and, and take a look at. And again, you can get more information on the Chamber website or better yet, just plan a trip down here to, uh, to Delano. And uh, make sure to stop in at Flippin' Bills and see our broadcast studio that is, uh, you know, so well put together here. <laughs> you know, it's amazing that, you know, all the technology we have in this studio here, isn't it, Dustin? Incredible. <laughs> Just incredible. Yeah, it's, up, it's up your alley, right? No social. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's fun. Again, that's why we want to come down to have coffee time at Flippin' Bills, you know, once a month and remind folks of the great things that are down here in Delano and the different businesses and and this, you know, this month we wanted to kind of spotlight uh, DG Digital because, again, it, it's uh, something that a lot of people are have questions and answers. <laughs> you know, and we should talk a little bit about how long you've had the business and, and how you started the DG Digital. Yeah. Well, I guess we started right back at the beginning, beginning. Um, I guess kind of that original marketing um skill set started coming into play when we founded an organization in Buffalo known as One Way Youth Ministries. It was a nonprofit, uh, well not nonprofit, we didn't officially go through that uh, status. We were just teenagers at the time, we didn't quite know how to do it. <laughs> but um, non-denominational, completely free, we didn't accept a salary or anything, but we had weekly youth groups, we had monthly service projects uh, through a, another organization we founded called TeenServe. But mainly cleaned up parks, volunteered um, at senior centers. We also did a couple mission trips, one to Duluth, um, as well as one to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, and obviously when you have an org like that, uh, you got to like do things like have a social media presence and build a website. And that's, I guess, where that foot in the water started. But um, eventually one of the days we had a speaker come by. Uh, by the name of Marion O'Neill. And very shortly after that, I found myself into politics. <laughs> um, started doing a little bit of door knocking, 
Really liked a guy named Ron Paul, a congressman out of Texas. Uh, wanted to become a delegate and run, and kind of the rest is history after that. That's where it really started springing forward. Um, but obviously elections are temporary. They happen every two years, at unless it's an earlier frequency of maybe a school board election or a, some type of levy uh, referendum. Uh, they're every two years. So in the off cycles, I spent my time doing PNC insurance and just found out, hey, how can we do this full time? So that's when we kind of founded DG Digital Marketing. That was kind of right after the Derringer campaign. That was kind of the one that set it off. Uh, we helped a lot with Sean um, in that last election, kind of brought that skill set forward, just volunteered our time and gained a big network here in Wright County through it. And the rest is history after that. Uh, the following January, we founded DG Digital. It's been around for about a year and a half now. And we've been in Delano uh, physically for about five months now. I picked the worst time in human history to lease an office, but uh, definitely don't regret the decision. Uh, the Delano Chamber has been fantastic. We were part of the Buffalo Chamber prior, but we decided to retain both of those chamber memberships and love both communities and plan on staying in Delano for quite a while. So it's isn't it kind of interesting how all of a sudden you you shift to a to a different town? I mean, mm -hmm. you've been a big in Buffalo for many oh, yeah. many years, and uh, you know obviously you're still involved in Buffalo, but uh, the move to Delano and, and what was the main reason? A lot of it is just simply Wright County. Kind of what I mentioned before isn't a period of growth, and Buffalo specifically isn't a very peculiar situation with where's that growth going we have the elephant in the room of where's the county building going who's that being sold off to developers coming in and going well are we going to build residential are we going to build commercial we're just in a weird period of time so there's not enough office space just simply put and a couple of the office spaces that were available were just too pricey and quite frankly just not worth the quality at the time um, a couple different offers came through and just didn't like the value but one day we got a referral to come out here and talk to Lynn and Dale. Uh, all the community members familiar with them, Dale's the mayor, uh, and they redid the Jerome Center in downtown on Bridge Avenue there. Uh, I mean, vaulted ceilings, there's exposed brick wall. It's a 1907 building, I believe, that's renovated just two years old on the inside. It's fantastic, and the rent was cheaper. And I'm like, this pinch me. Like this space would be worth $1,500 in Minneapolis, but it's here for less than the other offers in Buffalo. So it was a no brainer at that point. Uh, we did have some connections to Delano that were already pretty obvious. Uh, we're really good friends with Joe McDonald right there down the street from us. Um, obviously Emmers are located here. We've worked a lot with Emmers in the past uh, through Minnesota College Republicans and um, have a lot of family down here as well. So knew the area already pretty well. Uh, had a lot of connections already established in the community and thought it was a great fit. We should mention the Jerome building because it is a historic building. It's been in Delano for, mm -hmm. well, like you say, it's a very old building. But it's kind of interesting that it's called the Jerome building. And for people that don't know, I mean, there was the hardware store there. And Jerome was the guy that had the hardware store. So it's kind of a, kind of a neat thing to keep Jerome alive, you know, through that time where he had to close the hardware store because of, of changing times. 
and uh, now it's really just developed into a great, you know, professional building. Yeah. No, and not to mention the event center down there. I mean, I'm excited to use it at some point. We were planning on using it earlier uh, for a seminar for the right tech students. They were going to come down, and we were just going to do a little seminar. And hey, how's digital marketing worth work with your projects, your businesses that you're making come to life? Uh, eventually, uh, but then COVID hit, and we're like, oh, what do we do? So that kind of got put on the back burner. But we're definitely excited. I'm planning on hosting a couple election events this year uh, just kind of being with the times and where we're at at this period of time I mean we'll see how COVID cooperates with that but yeah no it's a beautiful building and if I were ever get remarried which I won't I'm gonna definitely stay with my wife for the long run yeah she's wonderful <laughs> but if I were to get remarried or get married I mean it's a fantastic well, you can, building you can, I would you can highly a, recommend it for anyone you can do a there. second way you could say your vows again yeah you can redo your vows it's a great space for that we, when, when are we going to do that you got that on the calendar Maybe we should set, yeah, set that up we'll, we'll set it for 10 years so that'll <laughs> give me 5 hours still. <laughs> I'll give you some time to put it but you mentioned the convention center which was the floor of the old hardware store mm -hmm. so I mean if people were in there you know when it was a hardware store it was a big hardware store so lots of room oh, in the yeah. convention center there Oh, it's a beautiful space, and it's actually kind of funny because I did my headshots. Um, it was like a for my PNC business with New York Life. Um, well, not PNC; that was Life Accident Health. PNC was State Farm prior, uh, but we were going to go take some headshots outdoors, and my wife was going to take them. And it was just for some reason cloudy in Buffalo, so we're like, "All right, we're not taking them here." So we're like, "Oh, Delano's got a nice downtown. Let's go take them over there." I ended up taking my headshots right in front of that building. Those are three-year-old headshots or whatever. That was right after the building was renovated. And I ended up officing right out of there after. So we thought that was a funny coincidence that I didn't have to redo my headshots. And that was know, skinnier back then, so I looked better. And talk about headshots and, and uh, pictures, and, and we'll even talk about movies. I mean, a couple of different movies were staged right around Delano. In fact, probably that building was used. <laughs> what are those movies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm well, learning. I think it's Fargo, wasn't it? Fargo? That no, we're getting it. We're we're finding Our researchers them. on the phone as yes. we speak. Well, you know, at Lake Rebecca, they had uh, the uh, grumpy old men. You know, both oh, yeah. of those grumpy old that men. That one I did. That, know. Yeah, those those were both done at Lake Rebecca. But then, I don't know. It, I think the one movie. Which one was it? Now we're gonna. Go back to Joanne. She's um, got it. A Simple Plan. There you go. A Simple Plan. It was filmed in 1998. Starred Paxton, Billy Bob Thornton, and Bridget Fonda, where it was yeah. a, a And Joe McDonald. Crash. Don't forget Joe McDonald at the at church. Oh, really? All right. <laughs> yeah, Joe was excited. He was in the movie, so. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe always runs into some interesting characters over the years being a photographer. He was telling me a story um, a couple of months ago. Um, oh, sorry about that. Got to get the microphone higher. Um, how he ended up meeting President Trump far before he was president or even thought about politics. He was just doing one of these events, taking some photos, and just famous people coming down the red carpet, whatever. And I guess, like, at the time, he was walking down with uh, Milena, Milana, Melania, Melania. Um, and he was out of film, so he couldn't take that photo. So he, like, dropped his camera and tried doing it. And I guess he, like, stopped. He said, no, take your time. And then now we're kind of at the stage where he, 
He's in. He's on the short list for taking, if the president's reelected, to take the official photo um, of the first family because his ask to Tom, who obviously knows Trump pretty well, being the NRCC chairman, uh, kind of made a little ask and said, "Hey, I've got a I've got a photographer who's a Republican. He could take the shot. And you know what? He's already taken your picture." <laughs> So he thought that was funny, apparently. <laughs> yeah. You know, that Trump connection goes back even with Buffalo. You know, we had the quads, the four oh, girls. Oh, yeah. One of the quads works for me, actually. <laughs> Is that right? Well, I, I don't know if you remember, but, you know, they were on the Jay Leno show quite oh, a few yeah. times, the quads were. Oh, yeah. So the one time they did the clip where they were in Trump's office. And I didn't Trump, know this. Yeah, and... and and uh, Jay says, you've got to babysit these kids. So, you know, Trump's going crazy because he's got these four kid, girls running around. And it ends out, you know, at the end that they tie Trump up and they got him tied on the floor. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, no. No, it's You don't have to ask her about that. How I will was have to ask. Yeah, yeah no, Sarah, Sarah's our most recent employee. She's actually located out of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Okay. But she does a lot of wireless work okay. uh, for clients here in Wright County. But um yeah knows the community very well obviously grew up and lived here her whole life up until she got married and left for colorado but uh yeah no kendra all of them callie everyone um really good friends with our family kendra was actually in our wedding party uh really good friends with my wife they often got mistaken as sisters uh they would think my wife was their sister all the time so yeah it's just kind of funny how that all works out but and even down the line, we just uh, started doing a deal with the Senate Republican Caucus where they're saying a lot of website work our way. And I also come to find that the leader of the Senate Caucus, Jeremy Miller, kept both Kendra and Sarah were uh, nannies for their kids in Winona while they were going to Winona for college. And I'm like, that's weird. Just there's all these weird <laughs> situations and coincidences that... You know, might not be coincidences. I don't know, yeah. but <laughs> and that's kind of why it's fun to come down to a place like Flipping Bills and talk about some of these things because so many connections that that Wright County has with what's been going on. Oh, you yeah. know, so you'll have to ask the girls how it was when they tied up. I uh, will Trump. definitely ask, I and will then they'll have to tweet Trump <laughs> and ask him if he wants to get tied up again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll add that into nope. the ask. We've tried a couple times Joanne to get him back no to, to Wright County, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to take my advice on that. I don't know. <laughs> Again, we are at uh, Flippin' Bills doing coffee time at Flippin' Bills. We do this every second Thursday, and Joanne's been nice enough to come down and uh, visit with us. And I know uh, we're looking at you know different businesses coming down and, and joining us, just like Dustin has today, to kind of come down and talk about the business. And uh, you know, for a lot of people that really don't understand your business, you know, when yeah. they say DG Digital, they go. A lot of people say, "What in the world do they do? Do they make uh, computers or something, or what?" <laughs> Definitely do not. That's more my cousin's forte, who's coming back uh, uh, from service. He's a little. He's locked down right now unfortunately in quarantine he's done with this service but he's not allowed to leave the building until his 14 days are up which keep getting reset because of random occurrences and coming into contact with covid but uh he'll probably do a little bit of work for us down the line because uh, i'm not an it guy but ultimately uh the way to fully describe it is there's traditional marketing which we're all used to there's the billboards there's the mailers 
different things like that. Maybe there's also TV, radio. Uh, we do more just online advertising. We do websites, uh, search engine optimization, which just makes you more searchable online. How do you show up on that first page of Google versus the 10th page? Um, social media marketing and advertising, Google ads. We do a lot of that stuff. Um, we do have a couple niche marketing uh, things that we do as well. Um, a lot of the time we're not the, you know, the mailer people or the TV ad people, uh, but we do a lot of political campaigns as I'm sure people have already found out throughout this interview. Uh, usually when I pick up the phone, someone asks, uh, hey, what do you, uh, we want a website. And my question back is, all right, is it for a business or a political campaign? And because now at this point, at the beginning of the year, we were probably about 25% political campaigns, 75% businesses. That has completely flipped since then because we're in primary season. We're about 75% political campaigns, 25% businesses. So, yeah, it's definitely a big change, and we do a lot of consulting with that as well. But the bread and butter is definitely the websites, the social media marketing. And we invite people to check out your website, which is Digital Market. Marketing Group, right? DigitalMarketingGroup.com. Yeah. DigitalMarketingGroup.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very long. Uh, we have a lot of competitors apparently worldwide uh, that have their companies called DG Digital. Um, and surprisingly, our biggest competitor with search engine optimization isn't a marketing company. It's Dollar General because they call it the DG. So DG Digital Coupons is our biggest SEO competitor. But we're the number one ranking for DG Digital Marketing. Um, if you were to type in that in Google verbatim, but obviously if you're local, you're probably getting it on your Google My Business page first. And you have a Facebook page, my guess is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, got a good following on there. I think we got over a thousand followers. It's pretty good for a local business. Uh, we hit that pretty much in the first month because I aggressively attacked it, and then after that, I was like, ah, we hit a thousand, we're fine. And I've been busy since, so I'm not worried about, you know getting new business in the door but pretty soon we're kind of at a position where hey we've got one employee other than myself and we're gotta somehow get to two or three after that so we'll probably be uh, aggressively attacking that pretty shortly here but all right uh, and if people kind of have maybe COVID maybe thing. there's someone out there that says that maybe i could use your services so oh yeah why don't you get out your you got a mobile phone number i know oh yes which I try to answer as frequently as possible. I'm usually in a Zoom meeting or a radio interview in this case, but yeah, leave a voicemail. Uh, the number is 612-360-5744. And I also have a pesky office phone, but I just have that forward now, but I won't even mention that because it's just going to come to my cell phone anyway. That's how today works. <laughs> And another connection, obviously, is through your chambers that you're involved in. I'm yeah. sure they've got you listed as well. So yeah, to go listed to the, on both uh, chambers. Um, I, th I want to say I'm the only one in Delano that kind of offers this service. Yeah, I believe so. Buffalo, there's another one, a chamber listing there. That's Prime Advertising. They do fantastic work. They're better than me. I'll, it's not often that you just kind of say that. But they're also more expensive, so you get what you pay for. Um <laughs> in the end but yeah we have a really good niche market we're mid-market uh where we're not this you know five thousand dollar a month agency where people are seeking out those services uh but we do work really well with main street businesses where we're a lot more flexible uh we could take the smaller retainer clients 
Uh, we do smaller builds uh, that more than adequately cover the business's needs versus their wants. Um, yeah, and ultimately just help businesses grow on All their right. digital presence. Well, thanks a lot for coming down. Again, uh, Dustin from DG Digital is uh, here today, Dig Digital Marketing. Uh, again, you can find out more about his business uh, online. And, uh, again, we want to thank you, Dustin, for coming down. Yeah. We're going to be wrapping up today's show, Joanne. We're going to talk with you a little bit as far as the end. Any idea for next week, next year, next month? I'm looking week, month. Yeah. No, it is month. Next month. Next month, um, we are going to have Luke Bauman from Bauman Financial and North Central Insurance. He's going to come and talk with us. He is also the president of the Delano Area Chamber of Commerce. Right. Um, so he's who's going to come speak with us next month. All right. And we'll talk, I'm sure, a little bit about the athletics uh, baseball team, which he likes to take in those games, too. So, But, again, we want to thank you, too, Joanne, for being down here with us. That'll wrap up our uh, coffee time at Flippin' Bills for this uh, July. But, again, we'll be back in August with another edition of Coffee Time at Flippin' Bills.